Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is Sunday, September 27th, 8 p.m., and I am about as depressed as I've ever been. Um, but we have sorry, I, I don't I'll, I'll even just tell you the I had a YouTube up and so it was all kind of going in my ear at the same time. I had no idea what I was just saying. But anyway, TJ Pinger, Richie Barnes, excellent live radio and national champion reflecting on better times. Freddie Stevenson, how you guys doing tonight? So we, hey, I've been I've been better, man. Yesterday was kind of hey. tough, but hey, we're gonna work our way through it, man. Yeah, last night was rough, but I, for once in, in the past two decades, I have the Bucks to lift me up on a Sunday. I had a nice win against a bad Denver team, so I at least have that going for me this weekend. Yeah, I uh, things got – I mean, I, I overall had a good weekend. You know, I, I have been able to – I know Florida State fans don't want to hear this. I have been able to separate, you know, like I've grown a lot over the last three or four years, and I've been able to separate FSU football from my life. And so I was able to have a pretty good weekend. We took my daughter to like this. Have you guys ever been to one of those like indoor trampoline places where the kids just bounce all over the place? So that was freaking fantastic. Um, and she had a blast there. Uh, my Lakers, uh, Lakers in five every round, uh, beat the Nuggets to go to the um, to the NBA Finals. A little insult to injury. The Lightning lost their Stanley Cup game last night to uh, – to maybe let the Dallas Stars back into it right after the Knowles lost. But yeah, not the not the best thing to lose to your rival by um a million points. But we've got a couple of people we're gonna have on tonight to talk about that. Um just I saw somebody just tweeted at us that this is kind of group therapy for for everybody. So uh, double <laughs> oh I had uh, another good part of my weekend. I had I don't tell them, but I had Zaxby's um today uh and got Double fries, no slaw, because that's the only way to do it. We were heading back from the bounce place in Lakeland. Shout out Freddie's hometown. And uh, there was like nothing there to eat heading back to the interstate that like sounded good until we saw Zaxby. We're like, all right, we could just do that. You know, <laughs> we'll just grab some fried chicken and that'll cheer us up. So um, double fries, no slaw brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee, 2550 North Monroe and 1818 West Tennessee Street. I talked with their owner yes uh, earlier last week. We might have some. I didn't even told you guys we might have uh, something in the works with them. Um, pretty exciting coming right down the pike. So stay tuned there. But definitely keep tagging us on social media when you get your gut box. No matter where you are, if you're in Tallahassee, Tampa, uh, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio, Kentucky, wherever you get your gut box, and make sure that you get double fries, no slaw. Tell them we sent you. Um, Let's jump right into it, guys. Kind of depressing. We are going to add, before we even get started, uh, former FSU uh, defense alignment legend, no legend, Everett Dawkins to the show. Um, Everett, I appreciate you for hanging out with us. Uh, Are you there? Can you hear me? I can't see you, but I I think I can hear you. Are you there? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yes, sir. I can see you. Yes, sir. Man, I don't even want to ask this question, but I want to ask how you're doing outside of football and everything that's kind of gone on this weekend. How are you doing? How's how are things going? Hey, other than that, man, life's great. I can't complain, you know, but uh, yeah, other than that, life's great. <laughs> well, man, not, not the best um, start to this season <laughs> um, to lose when you're a big favorite at home and then your coach gets um, a virus that's affecting the entire globe. And then you, go down to Miami and just get absolutely obliterated by um, the biggest rival that was on the schedule. Right. So Florida, we don't play Florida this year. So, I mean, we'll just start with it, man. We haven't even really gotten into our thoughts or anything just yet, but what were your thoughts watching the, watching the game last night? I'm highly disappointed. Um, you know, we know the head coach wasn't there, but I think even, you know, when I played, even if the head coach may have not been out there, that wouldn't have happened to us. You know what I mean? It's no, no excuse for it. It was embarrassing, 52 points to 10. We couldn't do anything anywhere. It, it was just everything was off, man. I, I don't really get it. You know, we got players who can make plays. We don't put them on the field. Uh, there was never any seniority when I was there. You know what I mean? Best player always played, you know, no matter the, the age group or what it may be. So, yeah, I, I'm just very frustrated, just like everybody else. And, you know, people – you know, some people chime in and say, hey, you know, former players shouldn't come and say, you know, bash players. I'm, 
that's not Florida State, you know. <laughs> that's the problem. It may be the problem because we're used to it. You know what I mean? I, I had to deal with it. Everybody has to deal with it. When you come to Florida State, you know, you sign up for it. You know, you're going to be everybody's target. As you see, everybody is enjoying us being down right now. So uh, I'm just frustrated, man. But like you say, it, it's not going to be a one or, you know, one year thing. So we're just going to wait and see how things go for us. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely seeing exactly what you just said. Florida State has dominated this conference, you know, not the last few years, but for years and years and years and years and just beat up on everybody. And you're right, man, when they're down, I mean, it happens to everybody, right? Like when the Lakers were down a few years ago, everybody like that's just it's so much harder. Like when a when an NC State's down, nobody cares, right? Like it's just, just NC State. Like nobody really cares about beating them like that. But like when a team like the Lakers is down or a team like the Dallas Cowboys are down or you know, you remember even, you know, seven, eight years ago when the Gators were down, teams were coming into their house and beating the heck out of them because it's a, it's a brand that people, you know, Florida State can be – Florida State can go into that Duke game one and nine, and Duke's going to get up for that game bigger than they have any other game that, that they play this year. It doesn't matter how bad we are. So not only do we have to fight up, fight just the fact that we're not great, it's the fact that we're still – and we're still Miami Super Bowl. That's the game they care about more than anything else this year. We're not even good. And that was Miami Super Bowl this year. Um, nice. So anyway, I'll I'll pass it off. Freddie, I know you were gonna say something. I feel like I cut you off. Um, yeah, I was just gonna touch on what Everett said. Um, yeah, I think it was highly disappointing. I'm all with the youth movement at this point. I think the part that kind of confused me the most was seeing all these leaders that are so-called leaders that come on the internet and they do all this talking and um, they're so highly looked at by the media, um, so highly rated and all these different things. They didn't even show up. Uh, we didn't have any energy until the second half when we started putting our young guys in and you wouldn't even know we were down the way the young guys were playing. Like um, Gander, he came in, he's a guy that shows energy from the beginning of the game, every game. Um, I like what we saw from the running back number nine. Um, I don't know how to say his last name, so I ain't even gonna well, try. Philly, yeah, Man, <laughs> yeah, I don't know good. how to say that. But um, I like what I saw from him, and even with the quarterback, um, Tate. Of course, um, he has a lot of room to grow, but he came in and he wasn't scared of the moment. Um, he wasn't hesitating to anything. I think it's a lot of room for him to grow, but he wasn't scared of the moment. He brought some energy. Um, McDonald, I like what I saw from him. Travis J, those younger guys. Shoot, they may need to get up in front of the team and have a talk with our leaders because it seems like we have the wrong guys leading our team. These young guys, they brought energy. Um, big country, those guys, they play hard all game. And um, to touch on what you said about fans saying we're too hard on the players. Listen, when we played, I had guys like Big Big James Coleman. Every game, they were telling me what I did wrong. Like that's what you sign up for when you come up. This isn't this isn't Wake Forest where. Um, you get this isn't a Pop Warner League, a school like Wake Forest, where you get a trophy, get eat ice cream, get cupcakes after get, getting whooped or getting the second place trophy. We don't do that at Florida State. We come to win. It's a standard here, and that's the problem. We don't got soft. Like guys don't really understand. Like that whole entire game, all these guys that are highly rated, they're getting up talking trash, getting knocked off the ball. That's not Florida State football. And if that's what they're gonna display. I don't care how highly rated they are, put the young dogs in. Cause they showed me they showed me they're ready to play. And that's that's the way I'm rocking. Freddie, I could not agree more with you right now, man, because uh, like you said that we all the big plays we saw or, or I will I won't call them big plays, but like the bright spots we saw from the game were all younger guys, right? It was a Travis J. It was you know, these younger guys, the Lawrence Tofilly, uh um Portier, the receiver, they they all came in, they had their chance and they made plays. And then we have all these supposed, uh, you know, senior leaders, but that's been the culture of Florida state the past, you know, four years you get punched in the mouth. You just lay down and don't fight back. And that's what we saw last night. And, you know, I'm not saying, uh, you know, Marvin Wilson, Tamari and Terry, some of these older guys that I'm not saying they're part of the problem, but clearly right now they're not part of the solution. So at this point, let's, let's move forward and, and see what we can do. Cause it, I got news for y'all. Florida State's going to be lucky to win three games this year. So if we're going to lose and have a season like this, let's at least find out what our future is. Get a Stephen Dix Jr. and Amari Gaynor. 
these younger guys that that show some fight and have some want to for them. You know, that that's what we need out there. Um, Everett, what do you think of it? I know you mentioned it moving to the youth movement, but it, are you thinking full on? I mean, because we do have some talented upperclassmen, but at the yeah. same time, they won't be here next year or the year after when we really need to start seeing that improvement. Move on, man. Listen, I'm not saying that some of them aren't. Well, actually, I am like, nah, move on. <laughs> it's it's not rocket science. You know what I'm saying? We've always had a standard that we held up to. Like when, when I was there, like seniors got their jobs took. You know what I'm saying? Like that was something you see normal. People who are supposed to be playing up to a certain level and they aren't got their spots took. You look at film. These guys aren't who they're supposed to be, man. And it is what it is. You got guys out there getting whooped, making a tackle, getting no celebrity. No, bro, like y'all getting slaughtered. This is embarrassing. You're not doing nothing. You're not helping yourself. Man, listen, next man up. That's that's just the case. That's how it was when I came in because we were kind of revamping. Next man up. You know what I mean? We had a lot of people that were salty, but hey, they got the system now where people can opt out and transfer. We didn't have that, you know? People had to stick it out in my day, so they'll be fine. Florida State is what we need to worry about, you know what I mean? Like us winning, because it's it's really, people have come to me and said it's not, people who hate Florida State, they've said, man, it's not even funny no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody, everybody's saying the same thing. It's not funny anymore, you know what I mean? So I don't care. Swap them out. <laughs> they did it with us. Swap them out. Ain't nothing changed. And I think it's um interesting because you're gonna have your guys that are like, what about these guys that um are highly rated for the draft? Well, I mean, you're kind of helping them out when you swap them out because all they're doing right now is killing their draft stuff. They plant they they getting killed on the field, getting mm-hmm. the lunch taken by guys they should be dominating. So what's the point of keeping them in there? You hurting them all really if you're keeping them on the field playing like that. So they go undrafted, really the rate they playing right now. We're keeping mm-hmm. it real. Yeah. Thanks. They need to go work out. <laughs> somebody asked. Down. Somebody in the comments asked, "Why are the coaches getting any of the blame? Everyone blamed Willie last year, but Norvell is getting a pass. Nobody seemed to blame the players last year." I want to answer that, and I want to um, pass it around. Uh, I think people did blame the players last year. I think that man uh, James Blackman took more heat than any FSU quarterback since what Ricks. <laughs> you know, like I think people were putting some heat on the players last year. Um, you know, Cam had a great year, but didn't really show out against Miami or, or Florida, you know, like I think people did kind of put some on the players last year. I also think that, you know, there is some, there is some blame going around the coaches. I mean, it's hard to me, it's hard to put on Norvell. Willie got blamed because after 20 games, things were worse than they were after game one. Right. So Norvell's in game two. And I, I think it's, you know, the, the mess that he inherited is obviously much larger than what Willie inherited. And so I don't know the coaches are getting a pass on the blame. I think that Florida state fans are just a little bit more aware of the mess that, that is, is the program right now. Any other thoughts around that guys? It's reality now. Like everybody who's blamed all these coaches. Now you see like, even with Jimbo, Going back to Jimbo, Jimbo coaches one way. He doesn't coach any other way. We know how he coaches. I know how he coaches. Like, he's hard on players. He wants them to, you know, buy into everything that he does. We got groups of players that weren't up to our standard. And that was just able to – you were able to see that more and more often as time went on. And by the time Jimbo left, Willie came in. We're trying to revamp. But – those players are still there. You know what I mean? I, I've never really blamed much on the coaches. You have some plays here with some lot of stupid stuff, but most of the time you can see on the football field and on film, if you got dogs on the field and we haven't had dogs just busting people in the mouth, driving old linemen in the backfield, just killing them for, we haven't had that for years. I, I, mean, I haven't seen it, you know? So I don't think it's necessarily that. I think a lot of people are just now realizing like they're putting their foot in their mouth like, okay, it wasn't just on the coaches all this time. Yeah, and I think part of it is a lot of a lot of guys, they when he came in, we got this coach, they just automatically thought that the the um switch was gonna flip and they thought we we're gonna be a team that was gonna be competing for championships automatically. That wasn't the case, and none of us here believed that was the case. Um, but yeah, I think there's some issues I've had schematically in a few games. That is what it is. But um, regardless, I've seen players getting knocked off the ball, 
playing completely soft, and that's not Florida State football. You can say whatever you want to say about the coach, and I, I do believe we're coached a lot better in a lot, a lot of different areas that we struggled in last year. But I still think the same issue that we had three, four years ago, still lies today. We have soft players that want to go talk after they just got knocked off the ball and make a tackle 15 yards down the field. Want to go on Twitter and post the highlights when they just got somebody made a highlight tape and probably helped their draft stock off them. That's the guys we got front runners, like they like to say. But that's not Florida State football. Y'all can blame the coaches, whatever y'all want to do. But y'all got to re- realize at some point, it's the players. Um, I was a guy that wanted to see Blackman be successful, but listen, in the first game we saw it wasn't there. And last night, if you was if you was Blackman Hall, last night showed you he definitely ain't it. So hey, whoever, hey, I'm not next game. I want to see the young cats rolling. I don't care how I look, I need to see them rolling. I'm sorry, Jay Black, you're a good kid. You sound good in interviews. Hey, good kids, they got great kids that wait for us too, and they trash over there. So we need the dogs on the field. Yeah, I think it's it's exactly what you said. It's at, at this point, we just need to to move forward and make that youth movement because here we are. We we keep putting these older guys out, and it's you know it's it's just not there. Um, and listen, there's plenty of blame to go around after last night. That result doesn't happen without enough blame for the coaches, players, and everybody. But at the same time, Miami's they, they have a good roster. But their roster is not 42 points better than you. So you have to have some pride at that point. When you go to halftime and it's 38 to three and you can't come out and fight at all at that point, like I'm done with all of you guys because it's up to you as an individual to have some pride in yourself because your name is on the back of your jersey and you're going out there and putting that performance on the field. It's demoralizing. You know, as a fan, I last night, you know, 10 years ago, I, I, I joked that I would have been furious punching walls, but, you know, I'm luckily to the point I am now I can kind of relax and like just laugh it off but it's still frustrating as a fan when you see your players not even putting up a fight and I think that's what frustrated me more than anything was when these younger guys came in and had their chance they made the best of their opportunities but these older guys that they're just not cutting it and and I'm full-on youth movement and and again the coaches they have their amount of blame Adam Fuller has a lot of work to do on, on the defensive side of the ball but 52 to 10 is not on the coaches. That's that's a pride thing with the players, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah Miami, and that's the thing. Yeah, you're exactly right. Because I predicted Miami to win by a lot and, and thought that they would. But like you said, there was no fight for Florida State at all, right? Like I thought Miami was more talented, more organized, had the the better program had their I mean I, I think Diaz is kind of just whatever but like had Lashley there who obviously has improved their offense and so I thought it was going to be tough to stop them consistently but we never stopped them right like they drove up and down the field they converted fourth downs they they I mean they just did whatever they wanted and that's where you know if you go to the half and it's and you just get two stops right instead of 38 to three it's just 24 to three i mean the game's probably over right there but you come out and score that first drive and make it 24 to 10 and it looks respectable right like even if we don't score again for the rest of it but like we had no pride whatsoever it was oh we got punched in the mouth okay well how long until this game's over and we can just go home this is you know we're not stepping up to the play so yeah super frustrating there and and you guys have talked about this I, I just don't know that we have the dogs right now you know um whether that be well i mean yeah it's it's on recruiting right like it, the recruiting has not been up to the level that florida state needs recruiting to be at and so i mean it's on norvell to change that it's on norvell to turn that around that's a really hard thing to do when you're not winning games um so he's got his work cut out for him but you know, maybe we can do that through the portal. Somebody asked a question about, are we able to get more players through the portal this year? I don't think there are probably difference makers out there, uh, especially now that everybody's playing college football. Um, I don't really necessarily think people are going to leave. And then even if they could, I, you know, they're not going to get approved, I would think in time. But I mean, it's something that he can maybe build on through the, through the portal. But like, what do we do this year, right? Like how, how, how do we get to like, 
you know, three, four, five. I mean, this week's Jacksonville State, I, I don't want to be silly, but like, I mean, we're going to be in a dogfight this week if if we don't step up, you know? Um, well, I don't even know what we do this year, let alone all the rest of the years. And then obviously everybody on the schedule is going to be better than Jacksonville State too. So I don't know. It, I mean, he's like I said, he's got his work cut out for him for sure. Because you, because because I do think I do think you want to. Everybody saying the youth movement, the youth movement, youth movement, and I think that that's what's best for the program long term, without a doubt. But I, I think it's going to be you take some of those upperclassmen that are probably more talented than some of the youth movement. You may get better effort, but I, then you're really putting yourself up against the eight ball playing guys that are less talented and have less experience. You know, I mean, obviously their passion and pride hopefully can take over, but man, it's kind of a catch 22 either way. Thoughts are all that. Yeah. TJ, that's the point though. Like even a best case scenario, what are we looking at? Four wins, four and seven. And that's best case scenario right now. Why, yeah. why roll them out? Like what's the difference between two and nine and four and seven at this point, just you need to find people who are part of the solution in the future and let those guys go out there and get the experience they need and, and get the playing time and, and learn. Because again, these, these, if you're, I'm sorry, if you're a senior on the roster, it's, it may not be your fault, but you're not going to help this program at all. You, you might add one win to the, to the season total this year, but next year you won't be here. You know, I guess you could come back with the whole, you know, COVID rule where that nobody loses eligibility this year, but at the same time, you need to find people who are part of the solution at this point. And I'm sorry, a lot of these older guys, they're not, they're just not there. Uh, and if they were truly a part of the solution, I don't think we see a collapse against Georgia tech and we don't see a team completely quit against Miami. What do you think, Freddie? Yeah. Um, I agree. I think right now the players have show, shown you over time who they are. And this is what, where we find out what type of coaches we have. Um, you take a look at your game, you make a game plan for the future, what type of team you want to be in the future, and that's what you put out on the field. If you want to be a soft team, you continue to put soft players out on the field. Now, if you want to be a team that plays the Florida State way, whether you're pissing off some seniors that want to get playing time or not, you're getting them out of there if they're playing soft. We got to set, set the tone right now, and that's going to inspire guys on the recruiting trail that we are actually trying to turn things around. If we keep putting soft, playing soft, looking soft on, we're not gonna get no recruits. We're gonna keep getting guys coming in here that are soft, that don't want to play hard. Like that's what we're gonna keep getting. So we gotta set the tone the rest of this year if we serious about getting some top-notch recruits in here and um build off of that. We gotta start recruiting these guys. I understand the five-star and all that. That's cool. You need great players to come in, but a lot of these guys they've been told how great they are their whole life. I need some players that got a chip on their shoulder. They got something to prove. They may be a four-star. They may be a five-star, but they done been through a little bit of adversity. So, all right, that's cool, but I I, I got some people I got to feed. Like, we got too many guys that they're pretty boys. You, you can't play this game being a pretty boy unless you're a quarterback. That's cool. It's cool then, or, or receiver. But in them trenches, we got we got some pretty boys in the trenches. We can't do that. We getting washed off the ball. Man. Unbelievable. Somebody asked, where do you go? Um, where do you go with, with the quarterback position at this point? I mean, is there anything – do you just go with Tate? Do you just try and – I mean, Travis looked decent when he was in there, minus that pretty embarrassing play on the reverse. But do you uh, – where do you where are you guys going quarterback position as of now for this Jacksonville State game? You move, move, you move on from James Blackman at this point uh, again freddie mentioned that he's he was and he put in a terrible situation you no know, committed to jimbo fisher jimbo checked out so that was a wash year then he had walt bell and willie taggart then he had kendall browse and willie taggart and now he's got mike norvell he, he's been put in an impossible situation but i think unfortunately for him he's just a broken man beyond repair at this point and again you have tate roadmaker Hopefully Chubba Purdy comes back this week. Um, uh, you know, he was limited in practice last week, but he he will be available within the next two weeks. You see what else is out there. Even Jordan Travis, that that's when the offense had some sparks as Jordan Travis, even though Miami knew he was going to run the ball, he was still successful. So uh, he's just an athlete. I, again, I, and Florida state fans do not want to sit back and watch us lose every game with James Blackman. 
I think that only hurts Norvell. And again, he's not getting fired anytime soon. We can't afford to. He's going to have four years or so. But I, I want to see one of the younger guys like Tate Rotemaker. He he wasn't scared of the moment last night. He came out and looked solid. So let, run with him. It, when Purdy's healthy, give him a chance. Give Jordan Travis a chance. Um, James Blackman, again, seems like a great kid. I hate that we have to add that ca- caveat because uh, he really is. It seemed like a good kid, a good teammate. Everybody loves him. But he's not our answer at quarterback. What do you think, Everett? Uh, I'm definitely same feelings because coming into the season, you know, I was saying maybe if Blackman got a little time at quarterback, you know, uh, from the O-line that it would look better. But, you know, the O-line gave him a little bit more time this year. It's not better. I'm not saying it's a crazy improvement, but he's had the chance to put the ball in the receiver's hand and he hasn't uh, made it happen. And you're a senior, so you know, that's that's impossible. I mean, like I said earlier, everybody knows what they expect when they come to Florida State. You know, you you can't just come and be subpar. Like, it's it's we've had legends and great players to come before you step out the step. And even for the coaches, it's like, man, come on. Like, what's the deal? Who's going to see? We're not, don't nobody want to see this. You know what I mean? We need another quarterback in, put him in. It, I don't care if, it's, if we have to go to a pure running formation put Travis in, let him, at least we're getting yards. We weren't doing any, we'll make a couple yards, couple catches, but then it's, it's over. We're right off the field. So I think we need to change it and change it quick. I know they want to, don't want to get the young quarterbacks hurt with the old line, but Blackman, yeah, Blackman is, uh, man, time's up just like anybody else who didn't fulfill their position. Like it's a job, you know, it's, I've seen it happen to many players. So it's not just, you're not, it's not just him. It's happened to many more people. So, hey, man, if you can't cut the job, you got to roll out. How about you, Freddie? Because I know you and I were both kind of on the same page where we were really – we weren't high on Blackman, but we were hopeful, I think, that maybe this could be it for him, and, and it's not there yet. So where are your thoughts now with him, man? Yeah, I think you just – um you move forward from him. This was really the game for him to showcase where we um, went with him. And – it's just, he just isn't it. You hate you hate that it didn't work out for him, but it is what it is. Um, and I think you'll completely lose a fan base moving forward with him because show, moving forward with black men just makes it look as if you don't take winning seriously because I don't think he gives this team the best chance to win. Whether or not you're running wildcat, some type of wildcat with Jordan Travis where he, he's mixing in a few throws, whatever it may be, I think that gives us the best chance to win because Shoot, that's mostly what we did last night anyways. That's what made us successful. So I think going forward, we got to, um, whether it's Tate, Travis, or whether whenever um, Purdy gets ready, I think we got to go with one of these guys because Blackman just isn't the guy. Um, I seen I, last night I saw Tate. He's a freshman, and he's scanning the field like he's been for a few years, and Blackman's still staring down receivers and throwing it in double coverage. So – I mean, we got we got to roll with the young guys at this point. Um, man, I, I really don't have a lot more on this on this Miami game. Yeah, I think we've kind of given our thoughts. Again, I I, I think it. If you guys have anything else on it, I'm I'm good putting Everett through this misery. Um, but I do have a couple other questions for you, Everett. So if y'all are going to this Miami game, let's get on to some happier topics. Yeah, we can roll, bro. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think we've conducted our group therapy. I think we're, we're – I mean, we're I don't okay. feel any better, but we did for therapy. Right? Yeah. So what I mean, we, I better see a win. I better – I better see a win on Saturday, bro. Or else if I'll, we don't I'll see quit. a win Saturday, we're not seeing a win this year. Yeah, <laughs> Harlan, you can hopes. have my seat, bro. <laughs> I might get my hopes up. <laughs> Everett, talking about your time at Florida State, happier times. Um, man, a good career at Florida State. What are some what what is like what was kind of like the maybe if you have like one or two, or if there's one that just really stands out. I kind of asked this of, of everybody, but what what is like the the memory or the play or the game or the moment that like sticks out in your mind when you think about your playing time at Florida State? Oh, man, I know the Miami week just passed, but you know, uh, definitely when Bradham laid the wood on the receiver, Oof, and I was supposed man. to, uh, and I was, uh, and I caught the pick, and it didn't clear you know I'm a lineman so that was very disrespectful to me because <laughs> we don't get those type of opportunities uh that and rewinding back to 
Bobby Bowden, his last season, it was pretty magical just because a lot of people came in to see him, you know, with that last run and just being able to part, be a, being able to be a part of that history was, you know, just a, it's a great thing, great feeling. And uh, I'd probably say when also when we won the ACC championship, uh, I'm still mad about them sending us to the Orange Bowl against uh, NIU, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but I uh, definitely had fun winning the ACC championship, you know, the Orange Bowl and everything, but I just wish we would have played a better team, that's all. That 2012 team, man, a lot of people said it was more talented than – then even the 13 team that won it and that the 12 team really like laid the foundation for um, 13 to be able to go out and do what it did. Right. And um, so that I think that, you know, it's something that Florida state fans, you know, everybody remembers the 13 team. I mean, you're diehards remember every team, right? Like you're diehards remember the old Ford team, you know, <laughs> like, so, but like, I think FSU fans owe a ton of a, a huge debt of gratitude to that 2012 team. Um, you know, I, I remember um, when Florida state played Clemson that year in 2012. Um, I don't remember who ran it in, but somebody ran a touchdown in, was it Thompson? I don't. I don't know. I don't remember who did. But yeah, we had a lot of probably if it was that twenty twelve game. It was yeah, and, Thompson. And uh, Musburger came on and said the Knowles are for real. You know, and like that was his. That was his statement. And we obviously had a letdown at the NC State game. Obviously a letdown against Florida. But like I said, I think that twenty twelve team really primed us for what ended up happening in thirteen. What What were your I mean, not maybe salty is not the right word, but what were your thoughts, man, to watch your guys go on and win it that next year? I mean, I know you were wishing you were there, but like, what what were you thinking? Because I think you guys were just as much of a part of that as as they were. Man, you, you had was, this guy Freddie just show up and and win the championship. Yeah. Right, like, talk yeah, about just being gifted a champion. Game, I was on my official <laughs> visit, so that's what got me at Florida State. <laughs> Listen, man, we were very excited because we were all, you know, in the league then. So, trust me, bragging rights are big. But, you know, of course, we were like, man, how did we not seal the deal last year? You know what I mean? But I think the biggest thing was a lot of the cats who were young and that were playing for us, they matured that next year. You know what I mean? A lot of the mistakes that they made with us, they didn't make that next year because the Florida, the NC State game was really a couple of plays, you know, would have changed that whole game. And Florida – that was just uh, – that was nuts. Uh, we still shouldn't have lost that game either, you know what I mean? So, uh, it, it hurt a little bit. I ain't going to lie. It hurt a little bit. But it was good to see them go out there and play like that because we already knew, you know, we had to go against Jamison on the practice squad every week, you know what I mean? So, they were out there lighting us up. So, we knew he was special, you feel me? Um, yeah, I was salty. But anything, man, to get a championship, I, I was happy for the fellas as always, man. And it's just, it just makes you proud, you know, and it's just crazy how we are where we are now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but yeah. I think um, looking back at everything now, just knowing what all we went through that 2013 year, part of me feels like that, that ring is just as much as y'all's as it is ours. Cause going through that off season, all they would mention was the NC State and the Florida game. So those learning lessons taught us a lot going into that 2013 year. And y'all really built the foundation for that. Um, we knew that team was talented and, and really was. It had a lot more talent than we had. And it was just the lessons, like you said, that the guys learned. And if that didn't happen, I don't believe we're holding up that trophy in 2013. So we really owe y'all that. And uh, we feel like y'all are part of us just like we are, man. Hey, you want to rock the ring, rock the ring, it's yours. Yes, I was going to say, I was going to say, you have to let him hold the yeah. ring for about six months a year, bro, and then yeah, yeah. send it back to you. It's all love, man. I, I can't wear it, man. I can wear it, but I can't. You know what I'm saying? I just got to wear my little ACC around. It's all so, good. So, Everett, what would you say to the – especially the young players, like the freshmen, because when you, when you got to Florida State as a freshman, they were in rebuild mode. I know 2010 was their first 10-win season in a long time when you guys beat South Carolina in that Chick-fil-A Bowl. And then, as we just talked, it progressed to a New Year's Six Bowl, winning the Orange Bowl, and then the National Championship the year after you left. But it's got to be kind of bleak for a lot of these freshmen right now because Florida State, they have not had this success. And 
obviously 0-2 again in September. This, this is, seems like the norm at, at this point. What do you say to these kids? Because you were part of the rebuild that you you and your class, you guys bought in and you right. built towards that 2013 national title. What do you say to these kids now? Keep fighting, you know, come in with that same attitude that you had when you first got there. Don't, don't let your mentality be weighed by anybody because, you know, the players – I mean, the older players can be cancers on teams. You know, I've seen it before. They've just been, they've never, I, I, yeah, they haven't really won anything. So they're not used to winning. You know, these young cats, they're coming out and they're dogs, they're fighting. Keep that going. And you're going to have to be, you're going to have to be the spokesman for the team. You know, with these younger players, they know the recruits. Everybody knows everybody. They're going to have to be, they're going to step up, you know. Uh, my first, well, my senior year, I think freshman year for Telvin Smith, he came in and he was one of the most vocal cats on the team. You know what I mean? We was seniors like, hold on, man. You know, hey, play, play role. You feel me? But I love to see that, though, because he backed it up as well. He didn't just talk. You know, he's going to go out there and thump something. 190 pounds. You know what I'm saying? So he was a dog, man. So let's go get more players like that. You know, let's just not look at the stars. Let's go find some dogs, man, some players that you know are going to come in and it means something to them to win, not just all of the social media stuff, because it's, it's a different age. You know, the social media stuff is everything for these kids now. So I'm just hoping these young players, they just stay the course. I can see their dogs. I mean, I can see that a whole nother mentality is coming into play. We see it here and there. But uh, let's just keep rolling. Keep It's Florida State, fellas, at the end of the day. We can have an off year, whatever it may be. Let's just keep building. That's That's all I can say. Let's stay in the weight room. Let's get bigger, stronger, you know, lock in and man, let's just let's just go because we know what it is right now, but it doesn't have to be like that for the rest of your career at Florida State. Amen. Couldn't say it better myself, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I want to um, touch on that a, a little bit as well. Um, yeah, the younger players never lose never lose that hunger. The same reason, never forget what your why is, the same reason that's push you to grind to get where you are today. Those late nights, don't forget all that work you put in. A lot of people get to this level and they get that Hollywood syndrome. They felt like they made it. And that's what really is killing us right now. A lot of guys are hearing how good they are and they're not putting out that same effort that they put to get them hooked. And these guys, like, see our guys that were highly rated who coming into the season, we were supposed to have one of the top D-lines. And we've seen what they've shown us. They, they've been hearing how good they are, man, and they clearly haven't been putting in that work. So we put the younger guys on the field – these guys are highly rated too. And you wouldn't even, you couldn't even tell. You would have thought those guys were trying to get the four star ranking last night, trying to get the, the stars because they played all out. They give everything they had while our older guys on the sideline, knowing that they could have gave more. And Miami just put up a 52 burger on us. It's crazy. And these young guys, they just giving everything they got. Don't never lose that fight. And I promise y'all, y'all keep setting the example here. We're going to get some dogs in here. So that we could turn this thing around. Yeah, it looked bleak. Um, I, mean, I don't know that it ever looked this bleak, but it looked bleak in years past, and and it turned around. And you can see it happens quickly. You know, Florida won Silicon. four games. Um, Silicon, man. Yeah, Florida won four games, and then Mullins gotten them ten wins back to back years, and they're probably going to go get nine or ten wins this year. You know, so it can turn around. You know, Florida was in a little bit better of a situation i think from a roster standpoint than florida state was especially at the quarterback and offensive line positions but you know that's again that's on norvell that's on norvell to turn some of those things around and um you know hopefully he has i think if, if purdy wasn't hurt you know he probably comes in the georgia tech game and, and we maybe get a little different result there so anyway uh the only other thing i have for you ever it is um i heard you're a big guthrie's fan is this the truth I heard oh, that. yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. The rumors have been circulating. <laughs> you never seen me. Uh, I got a little poster in there in the corner. Yeah, for sure. Number one fan. You, you never seen it? Huh? No, nah, I'm playing, man. <laughs> I should have one. The money I don't spend. We'll send before. you. We'll send you a sticker, Everett. Man, <laughs> yeah. Send me a gift card and a t-shirt. Yeah, we'll get you a t-shirt too. Nah, I need a gift card, bro. I don't need no sticker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I we yeah, we're, we're in good with. The, we're in good with them, but they ain't been giving me gift cards just yet. So I got to work on that relationship. <laughs> okay. Hey, listen, man, we putting, you putting a lot of promo out there for them, man. You know, no, what is, what you tell them? No slaw? <laughs> no fries, no slaw. No fries, no slaw. 
Are you the only other thing I got for you is are you enjoying any of these sports that are back outside of college football? Like, are, are you, do you have an NBA team you're rooting for? Who's your NFL team? What's going on? Yeah, so I've been well, football. I'm excited to see football's back because you know it ain't much to do right now, really, with COVID and stuff. It's thrown everything off. So you got your fantasy football, you know, you can bet your spreads. Uh, you know, basketball is good to see. Uh, it's kind of crazy this year, but, you know, my team is the Chicago Bulls. So, I, I mean, I can't be really too heavy involved. We don't make the playoffs much. But uh, football, definitely, yeah, it's definitely all those cats out there and see all the freshmen, not the freshmen, but the rookies. You know, it's crazy. I feel like it's every year it's more and more talent. Like the young rookies come in and break all kind of records. So I think we're in the climate to where a lot of players are getting taught up at a young age uh about football and how to play correctly not just like we were just going out there playing pop warner trying to knock heads off i think they're learning the skills and you know the skill sets and everything they need and that's why you see all these rookies just every year lately even the running back class from a couple years ago they got how many that's unheard of you know what i mean like it's it's crazy but uh, i think it's just times are advancing it and we're able to see that. And it's crazy, man. It's good to be able to see all these players, you know, coming in as rookies and just dominating the NFL. Absolutely. Um, all right, man. Well, I appreciate you hanging out. I don't know. Do you have anything going on you want to plug or shout out Oof. or anything like that? What's going on? Uh, man, well, I do have a little bit going on, man. I actually, uh, actually, I'm a songwriter. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, wow. So uh, next month, I will be doing my first song. I'm in the works of getting the videos done for it and everything now, but I'll be releasing my first song. So I'm pretty excited about that. A lot of people don't know I've kept it on the low because I, I don't want to be, you know, coming out half-assing when it comes to music because, you know. You just told I'm, thousands I'm harsh of people. Myself. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I'm that's awesome. Now, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm not crazy to put nothing out that I don't feel is ready. So next Month, I'm planning on dropping as long as everything goes through and I can get it cleared through the distribution. I'm going in as independent. Uh, so I'm just going to push it, man, and I'm excited about it. So, yeah, that's about man, that's it, really. Awesome. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. We, uh, we play a different song to we take, we, we close the show with a different song every week, right? Like it might be some kind of country music, it might be yeah. something from Wayne, it might be something from just whoever, right? So, whenever you get it going, bro, we'll close the show out with yours, man. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I definitely put it out there. So definitely, as soon as I get a release date, I will definitely post it out and, you know, be pushing the marketing. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you hanging out. Um, I'll let these guys go if they've got anything else. But thanks for hanging out with us tonight. I know it's a somber it's a somber mood, but we appreciate you anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, man. Appreciate you guys having me, man. Yes, sir. Keep doing appreciate your thing. Much, much luck to you guys on your podcast success in the future. So, Hey, you got to write a song for me, man. I'm trying to get out there. You know, with hey, man, baby man. out there, man. I'm trying, to, hey, I'm trying to be a rock star. You, hey. hey, I got you, bro. Just let me know. Hey, just let me hear some of them notes. Let me see what you got, bro. Yeah, I ain't, I got you. I ain't, you know, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't give you my the, you know, a little auto tune, but you hey, know, man, hey. <laughs> hey, don't sleep on auto tune, brother. Hey, to take you a long place, yeah, we, we, we can make it work, man. Yes, yeah, sir. I got you. And I, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a little pushback back here, but they can put a little, you know, I can put a hey. little cream, you know, I can do something yes, up there. They're going to put that Tory Lanez yeah, on your head. You know, it's all good. We, we, can, we can make it work. I'll have my people get in touch with your people. Hey, bro, holla at me. DM. You know how to get in touch with me. Yes, sir. <laughs> Text message, whatever. You know it. Yes, sir. Man, yeah, man. Well, y'all boys have a good time, man. I appreciate y'all again, man. Go Nose, baby. So we talked about this a little bit on it, man. I love that. We, I mean, at the best of times and the worst of times, what we just keep doing is keep getting no legends on here to, uh, to yeah. talk about FSU. And that's not going to stop. I don't care if we lose every game on the schedule. I don't care if we went out and beat Clemson and everything else. We're going to get legends on here to talk about it. So, um, but I appreciate Everett for coming and hanging out. Um, Man, we had a really good Patreon week last week. We had a bunch of people sign up, excited for, um, I guess, the the rivalry, the game, and it kind of flopped flat. But if you can, go to uh, patreon.com slash pod. A lot of cool stuff in there. 
Um, hoping that we can kind of take over with this youth movement and kind of talk about some of these young new players on game days instead of how much we hate our lives like we did last night in the chat. Um, we ended up doing an instant reaction pod. It was so late and it was so bleak and I didn't think anybody was going to be up and listening to it. We kind of opened it up for Patreons to call in today and nobody has said anything or asked to call in. So I sent the link out to a few people that had asked and we've got not gotten anything. Um, guys, we can spend a few more minutes on here, but I don't think we need to go super long or anything like that. Um, but again, patreon.com slash double fries pod, go sign up. We did go over 20, which was our goal. We're at 22 right now. So appreciate the love and support there. Um, sign up because we're doing a lot of cool stuff behind that. Talking about doing a little bit of, um, film review with Freddie. Um, oh, I don't want to give away the name that we talked about for it, but we got a name. We got a cool name for it too. So, um, I don't know if we're starting that, um, this week or not, but um, we will probably have that up and going soon. Uh, Chris on the chat just asked, yes or no, we, we've all talked to, we think that the, the move is to move on for Blackman. Do you think there's any chance Chubba starts this week? Yes, no. If he's healthy, um, yeah. I don't see why not. Uh, I think, again, it's, you got to move on from James. So, if it's not Chuba, I hope it's Tate or or Jordan Travis. And but yeah, I do think when Chuba's fully healthy and cleared, there's no need to rush him at this point in the season. But as soon as he's fully ready and capable, he needs to be out there to get a chance. Yeah, based off the things that I've heard from players on the team of the guys we have behind Blackman, um, before Chuba got hurt, he was the most ready to go on the field. So whenever he's fully ready to go, that's the guy I want to see out on the field leading us. Um, So that'll be an interesting one. I think that that – oh, we, I'm, we have talked about wanting to talk about this. Uh, FPI, we talked a lot about this. We gave our season predictions. We all said eight and three. It looks like the inverse of that is probably, well, no, <laughs> is more likely at this point uh, for Florida State to go three and eight. Uh, William Gordon, I just asked if we see Coach Norvell back. As far as I know, the protocols that are set forth say that he will be back um, this week. So I believe he can so. come back Tuesday without, if he doesn't have symptoms today, tomorrow, or Tuesday, he can come back Tuesday, I believe, is the protocol. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I think we're we're good to go there. Um, ESPN's FPI is is was our friend early in the year. Obviously, after you <laughs> lose two games, one is a big favorite, one where you get your head beat in, it changes. Um, I tweeted about this earlier, so I kind of have it all in one tweet instead of having to um, look through it all. But the only games that Florida State is a favorite on in FPI. Uh, the Jacksonville State game this weekend, the Virginia game, it's very slight. It's literally like 51-49 uh, or maybe 50 and change and 49 and change. Um, and then the Duke game, they're, they're a decent favorite in the Duke game. Um, they've also got us at a 46.1% chance to beat North Carolina State. So that is – Oh, um, God. <laughs> so so that one's – I mean, that's kind of a coin flip too, right? 46-54. Um, the next th closest are 35% against Pitt, 24% against UNC, and 21% against Louisville. I don't really think there's a lot of need to even consider the Clemson and Notre Dame ones. I think Richie's finally on board with me that that is an auto yeah. loss in South Bend now. Sign me um, <laughs> so if Florida State can do what ESPN projects them to do, listen, Saturday was bad, and we quit, and we didn't have a lot of fight. But Miami's the most talented roster will play outside by a long shot outside of Clemson and Notre Dame. So I will say that if we improve, the teams we're going to play are not as good minus those two. Um, so it's hard to have a lot of hope after a game like that. But I mean, if we come out and, and beat Jacksonville State's head in like we should, you know, you will feel better, I would think. So, um, Beat those well, three, just, beat North Carolina State, and then hope you upset one more and get to five wins. I think that's like the path. I, I'm not predicting five wins, but I think if you can beat the three you're supposed to beat, upset North Carolina State, and then maybe upset a Pitt or upset a North Carolina, upset a Louisville, that's the prescription to get to five wins and then a bowl win maybe later. So I'll, I'll just say I, I remember two years ago, right? Willie Taggart, we, we lay a neck against Virginia Tech. 
um, nearly lose to Sanford in week two. And then that, that Syracuse game at halftime that I was, I'd never felt so down about Florida state as a program that I did at that halftime against Syracuse in 2018. And I, I left that game thinking we're going to be lucky to go two and 10. Um, they ended up going five and seven. So they're, they're going to beat somebody that technically they shouldn't or on paper, they shouldn't. Um, but again, I think the the theme for this year needs to be progress. We need to see progress. Uh, you know, it, win or loss, do you look better than you did the week before? I think we can get there. Such a weird year with Mike Norvell. Obviously, he he, he couldn't be in Miami last night. Um, it, whether he was there or not, the result would not have been different. So we're, that excuse is thrown out the door when you lose by 42 points. But I just want to see progress week to week. In week eight, do you look better than you did in week three? Um, I think that's kind of the hope that Florida State fans should hold on to because that's what we need to look forward to because, again, Three and eight's a, a very possible scenario this year. It, it sucks. We don't want to hear it. We don't want that. Um, but it makes next week's show that much better because it might be one of the few wins we have, and you want to hear us talk about a win. So uh, I'm not sure where else to go. But, yeah, the, the FBI, it, it looks bleak as it should. But I think, again, anywhere from one win to maybe four wins wouldn't surprise me. I, I don't see five, TJ. Yeah, no. I don't think I would pre- – I don't think I would predict five. I think I just think that's the path, right? Like, yeah. I I don't for think, your ceiling. So you're saying that's our ceiling, which I'd probably agree with at this point. Five is the ceiling. I'd say two is probably the floor. I really don't. I really don't yeah. see one. They'll happening. win something they shouldn't win. Yeah, they'll win right. a, a game. Um, yeah, and I think what's most likely is three. I think three. Well, not. It's hard to know that two weeks. Yeah, it's, again, it's we just played tough, a roster, yeah. but I would say we win three to four, and five is kind of your ceiling. But I'm telling you, if you can find a way to scrape five wins out, I mean, your five wins are going to be Jacksonville State, Virginia, Duke, NC State, and then just one more. Five wins this year feels amazing. Well, you're talking a winning start. record on your last, your final nine games at that point, going five and, and four, and and, and showing and, improvement at that point. And going to a bowl game at five and six with a chance to win, you know? So, yeah, so with a chance to get six and six. Yeah. I mean, it, it sucks that we're here. That's our conversation. But the, again, I, I, I'm not going to throw the whole season away. We're in a bad spot, guys. We're going to go through this together as a family. Florida state's not going to be good this year, but let's try and find those, the, those wins we can have, or, you know, the, the progress we can make like, cause Freddie, what I know you've never, I mean, I, you played in four straight New Year's Six Bowls, I believe. You don't know what it's like to play on a team like this. But what, what do you think for this team right now with just where they're at? And it, it'd be easy to quit right now. It'd be really easy to say, we're 0-2. We just lost Miami by 40 points. I'm done. But we still have nine games left. We got to play these games. What do we got to do? Yeah, and I, um, the, the reality is um, that's it's all our fault. The Georgia Tech game. That's a game we should have easily won. The players, they can't blame anybody but themselves. So um, for them to quit, for what? It's not like you got screwed over. You you made that choice. Um, and the reality is the rest of the season, you're not going to be favored to win any game. I know ESPN picked us to win Duke and Virginia, but I don't know why but based off the film we showed last night, if we're just being honest, any team can beat us right now if we don't make any changes. And that's just the, re- that's just the reality. And right now, um, I think it's more so on coaching. Like, if we got guys that they've shown us who they are and they haven't made any changes, we got to shake up the roster a little bit. And this is when coaching really comes into play. We're going to find out what type of coaches we really have. Do they truly want to win? Because Kansas State, this weekend, they found a way to upset an Oklahoma team that was way more talented than them. And you had another upset, I believe, this weekend. It can happen. You gotta have, yeah. Oh, exactly. It can happen. You gotta have the guys on the roster with that type of mindset that don't feel defeated coming into the game. They're coming in to win, and they're coming to be violent, physical, and make sure that you know that you play Florida State. It's completely up to the coaches. You may like a guy, he may do everything right off the field, but that's not gonna get us to the next level. Coaches, it's on y'all now. Players, they put us in this spot in the Georgia Tech game. And with their effort in the Miami, the Miami game, now coaches is on y'all. Last week I said the co- the players decide what type of team they want to have. Robbery week, you shouldn't need any type of motivation. But coaches, now it's on y'all. I'm taking it off the players now. 
Y'all got to decide what type of team y'all want. Get rid of all these guys that don't buy in and put in players that are ready to go forward and win games. I think that's the most frustrating thing for me because as a Florida State fan, if when we go into a game as a double-digit underdog, we're going to feel like we have no chance. And that's Florida State. You can go win a game you're not supposed to win, right? I don't know when the last time was. I think maybe your your senior year in, in the Orange Bowl, not many people gave you guys a chance against Michigan and, and you came out and beat them. But Florida State, go win some, a game you shouldn't win. Like you said, Kansas State just went into Norman and beat Oklahoma. You know, um, but Texas Tech almost beat Texas in Austin. You know, we, we saw South Carolina go beat Georgia last year in Athens. I want to see these guys go win a game you're not supposed to. I know we're probably not beating Notre Dame or Clemson, but there's going to be other games where, unfortunately, Vegas is going to say we don't have a chance. Go win one of those games. There's nobody that says you can't do it. Just go find a way and get it done and show some fight because if you do that, I think fans can get behind that. Fans are not going to be happy with – you know, four and seven on the season and they shouldn't be, but there's different levels to four and seven. If you're four and seven and you squeak by and barely win, you know, four games and get blown out in every other one, that's one thing. But if you're competitive in the rest of the games and, you know, things balance out, that's a different story. So it's again, the, the team, I, I'm excited to watch them rest of the season. I know that sounds crazy to say after last night, but I do want to see that progress. I want to see the fight and I want to see the growth. Yeah. Without a doubt. I was watching the game, I'm sure a lot of people turned it off, but and my girl, she was bothering me. She's like, why are you still watching the game? I'm like, man, I'm looking for a spark. <laughs> guys that are still going out, um, giving everything they got, guys that we can grow with going forward this season. And we had some guys that shined in that, in that moment. They were given an opportunity. So um, that was something to be optimistic about. But, yeah, I think that's where um, we struggled at in those years where we were underdogs against Michigan and those teams. It's crazy. Our team didn't even know we were underdogs. Like, like if you would have asked us, we thought we were gonna beat them by three touchdowns, three, four touchdowns. Like, and we, Freddie, and we I, I knew it, and you, I knew it, and you guys made me some money, so I appreciate that. <laughs> and I think that's the issue right now. I don't believe um, these guys when they get into the dog fights. I don't believe they think that they can win. I don't. I don't believe like these younger guys, whether they believe they can win or not, all they know is go hard. But we got some of our leaders on this team. They don't truly believe that we can win. You can see it with the effort. So going forward, it just only has to be one way. Like Norvell said, if guys aren't showing effort, he said that in the press conference. So that's what I want. I want to see him honor his word. If guys aren't playing hard, if they aren't showing effort, if they aren't playing the no way, then they're not playing. That's that's all that needs to be said. We'll see. Yeah, because we've been told that for a couple of years and it never seemed to be the case, right? Like guys would just sit out for – a drive if that and then be kind of right back in doing the same dumb stuff so yeah i'm all with it i mean the the threat of the the comments tonight has been um the youth movement um you know the one another question that just came up with the ncaa change but all that losing records could make a bowl right i don't know if that's i don't know if anything's changed with that because like now everybody's playing college football again like all of the teams are back. I, I think it's like 127 out of the 130 teams. And so theoretically, yes, a losing team could make it, but a three and seven Florida state is, is probably not going to make it because there are going to be so many teams with winning records ab above them. I, I haven't heard like official rulings on that yet, but that's just kind of my thought that yes, we are, everyone is eligible for a bowl, but it's not like they're just like, 30 new bowls and now everyone can be included. I mean, they're going to, you know, if we finish 12th in the ACC, they're not, I don't care how good our logo is. They're not taking us over other ACC teams because the bowls still have their obligations to, to take in a certain order. Um, See, I, I think those obligations are thrown out the door. And, and I, that's why I do think that the logo holds enough weight. Cause you think these lower tier bowl games, which is what Florida state would be in contention for they're make, they make all of their money off of TV advertising right and getting florida state well, getting a bad florida state team yeah getting a bad florida state team on your network for three and a half hours just to even talk about how bad they are that's worth more than bringing a ucf or, or you know fiu or someone else so all of the so all of the bowl conference affiliations are gone i mean they can't be all of them right like the, the big I, I, 10 and the sec yeah. are still going to the outback bowl right like 
you I know, believe so, but it, I think it's I think that we're going to have a lot left open to interpretation this year. Yeah, Man, and that makes this, sense. This COVID year is weird. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just ready for everything to get back normal because. I don't believe in reward. We all are, man. It sounds like <laughs> Pop Warner League, man, where we're giving guys <laughs> candy popsicles for losing and telling them everything will be all right, but it is what it is. <laughs> so, um, well, we appreciate everybody hanging out tonight. Again, if you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash double fries pod. Appreciate the questions that have come through. Um on the chat, uh, somebody just asked if we are favored against Jacksonville State. Yeah, I and mean, we'll be a favorite at home against Jacksonville State, big. But we'll see if we can cover it or not. Um, appreciate the support. If you can like, share, retweet this, um, we certainly appreciate it. Again, I know that um, the season's down. I mean, I know that the season feels like it's hopeless, but we're still going to bring some dope content, whether it's bringing on former yeah. legends. we got a lot of things lined up, um, you know. Think about your blessings. This is a shorter season than normally it is. Um, so at least you don't have to watch it for as long as you normally do. So there's there's positives you can take out of everything. Um, you know, the Lakers, I'm sorry, the Knowles may not get the four wins, but my Lakers are going to get four more wins and win the NBA title. My Lightning just need one more win to get that. So, I mean, just find another team that actually wins and put your uh, energy and your emotions into that. Um, I picked the last song. So um, it's one of you guys – if you oh no harlan picked the last song he looks up at me like i'm smoking crack or something but somebody else besides harlan thank you ben appreciate it ben cornett great stuff guys um somebody else pick a song today that's depressing i've got a couple about like whiskey and stuff like that i got you you, uh, cry give me a give me friends in low places garth brooks let's go (laughs) oh god because we got a lot of friends in low places right now fellas (laughs) We'll try and because you guys suck tonight and we're all too sad to uh, call in. We'll do a call in show on Thursday talking uh, before the Jacksonville State game. We're not bringing on a Jacksonville State insider to uh, talk about their football program. So we'll do a call in show on Thursday if anybody wants to hang out and ask questions. Um, remember your weekly pickums. See who wins. Oh, I don't even know who won this week. We'll find out and we'll uh, have them on the show for the guest pickers. So, all right, we'll see you guys on Thursday night. You guys have a good one. Blame it all on my roots I showed up in boots And ruined your blind tie affair The last one to know The last one to show I was the last one you thought you'd see there And I saw the surprise And the fear in his eyes When I took his glass of champagne I toasted you said, honey, we may be through, but you'll never hear me complain. Cause I got friends in all places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. Slip on down to the oasis So I've got a friend In love, they say I was wrong I just don't belong Then I've been there before Everything's alright I'll just say goodnight And I'll show myself To the door Hey I didn't mean To cause a big scene Just give me an hour And then I'll be as high as that ivory tower That you're living in Cause I got friends in all places Where the whiskey drowns And the beer chases my blues away And I'll be okay Yeah, I'm 
slip on down 